the fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking hurt. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. So I know how to shoot, and I know how to fight. If I tell you once, I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet, like a thief in the night. Look, if I call you babe, you babe for the day, or babe for the night. You not my wife. All right, Chance isn't even introing this week. He's that depressed. Unemployment, coronavirus. He had to move back home. He evicted out of his apartment. He's really sad this episode. He asked me and Vance to carry him, so that's what me and Vance is going to do. Get ready <laughs> for the common to opinions. My lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vance, your guy dropped. Pop smoke. Did you go out and dance into the street like you said you would? Um, I did up until track two. Or whatever the first track was with Quavo. I danced to the intro for about 50 seconds. Um, And I got to the Quavo track. And then I kept listening. And it was cool. And then I just kind of realized that a lot of the album was with Quavo. Kind of messed me up a little bit. Messed me up a lot, actually. So you don't like any of Quavo's features? I don't like any of the Quavo features. I mean, features. (laughs) I will say, I do like the one song with Quavo and Future, Snitching. Um, but for me, I feel like, I mean, this might just be me speculating cause like, I don't know shit, but I feel like that was a Quavo song and then, yeah, I was, cause it had I like Buddha on this, he had, he had like Buddha production, which is like a, like he does like a bunch of shit for Migos and stuff. So I figured it was just a Migos song and then like pop smoke kind of comes in in the second verse. So I figured that was just like a feature. Um, but I mean, I like the album a lot. I think. Uh, 50 Cent, I said he was going to drop the ball with it last week, and I'll say he did better than I thought he did um, in the sense that, like, I think he did a lot for Pop Smokes. I mean, it doesn't really matter now, which is why it's weird to talk about, like, posthumous albums, but kind of showing the potential that he had to, like, delve into the mainstream because his music definitely wasn't, like, mainstream, I would say, like, before that drill sound. So, like, I do like that this album kind of gave, like, hints of, like, what could have been in terms of, like, how he could get into the mainstream. Um, there was, like, kind of that, like, Latin swing record with uh, Enjoy Yourself that had, like, the Latin artist on it. I think her name was, like, Carol G. G. Everybody yeah. hated that feature. I didn't... I thought it was a cool feature. Burna Boy, Burna Boy was on the song before. Uh, yeah, his version was better, but I didn't think she was terrible. I, I didn't think King she was King Combs terrible was terrible. King Combs. It's something about King's, King Combs that... I don't even, you know, like when you play with his story team on 2K and it got like John Smith, number 97, with like two arm, <laughs> with like two arm bands. That's what like King Combs is. Anytime I see his name on the feature, it's like you just needed somebody else to fill a spot. That shit is just, I have, what else has he been featured on? Have you on seen Tiana's him on other project projects? Too. He was on who? Tiana's project, but he was just that forgettable that nobody even really addressed it. Damn, so you were really early when you said that the Tiana features were a little suspect. She chose King Combs. So is this like, you think Diddy's making that call? I mean, he's got to be making that call. But at the same time, like, the 50 Cent connection is expected because they're both from New York or whatever. But, like, I feel like Tiana, I mean, like, there's no way I can see. Unless, like, some label is really trying to bring King Combs up and, like, put him on a lot of projects. I don't think he's real. Like, we were at, me and Chance went to the Young Thug concert, and in the middle of Young Thug's set, like, Young Thug was performing, and he brought out King Combs as, like, a special guest. And everybody was like, what Oh, is so going- you've seen. <laughs> Are we supposed to go to the bathroom right now? Like, what's going on? Like, this was after so he brought seen out him perform. the entire Migos. Like, then he brought out King Combs. We we're like, Bro, you setting this kid up for failure. But yeah, we saw him perform. So, is that the kid that looks a lot like Diddy? Yeah. Okay, because he has a couple kids. He had one that was doing, like, Demon Time. <laughs> I didn't know if that was King Combs or what. Because I feel like all their last... I, maybe all their last... I guess all their last names are Combs. But, um, yeah, I guess I was satisfied enough with the project. I just sit with it a bit because the features were just really throwing me off. Like I said, like, <clears throat> it wasn't really... A lot of the songs weren't drill. Like, um... The little baby to baby song that was kind of a trap song. Then the Quavo record, um, I did like the record with Fifty Cent and Roddy, um, the Woo. The Woo. That was a cool record. Fire and, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was. I'll say it was what I expected because 
like I was a big fan of the last two projects, the one that came out earlier this year and then the first Meet the Woo. So like I knew he's good at dropping projects. Like I knew Pop Smoke was capable of it. Um, I just kind of wanted to see how 50 was going to play it. And I think he did an all right job of it because, I mean, the numbers are crazy. It's supposed to stream like 230K first week, or not stream, but sell 225,000 records. I think it's supposed to stream like over 250 million times it's been streamed so far. So that shit's good. Um, Yeah, I don't really have too much too much on it too much else yeah i think that was the saddest part actually was like you could see pop smoke's progression on this album like he was like bound to be a superstar like i didn't even think he could make half the songs he made on this project like i didn't see i didn't envision pop smoke making like two of the best like love songs of the year like yeah he really sampled um fabulous into you and genuine's differences like i didn't think pop smoke could do that but yeah it was a pretty good project i thought he was like it showed that he was like destined to be a superstar in the future so i guess that's the saddest part that this is it i know i know i said i was a little under the weather but these niggas didn't even give me no input to start speaking to get my comments on the album so i'm just gone <laughs> insert them here um i was actually pleasantly i guess surprised by the album i was a little skeptical at first uh not only because of the feature list just just because it was a appeals uh humans project and those are always kind of skeptical for me because they always kind of feel like just a money grab, especially when you have like all these features um, on here. But but as for the, the project goes as a whole, I, I think I rather enjoyed the project. Um, the features were hit or miss. We we didn't need Quavo twice, let alone three times. I thought he had a good appearance <laughs> on Air for the Moon and Snitching, but most certainly on that song with Tyga, who was also expendable, West Coast shit. Uh, that whole, whole song, song could have been left shouldn't have been album, on the album. To be honest. Um, Lil TJ on Moose Wings. I thought neither Pop Smoke or TJ really had a performance. It was rather cringy. Uh, just like <laughs> kind of just... They were very... It, they were just trying to be grown and sexy. And it just really don't work. Especially uh, Lil TJ. Um, <laughs> the Baby, of course. We already know how I feel about him and his music. You didn't, like that, Lee, you didn't but, like that. But, you didn't like that feature. Besides Batch and everybody, I I didn't like the the baby feature. The little baby feature was okay at best. Um, I mean, I thought the standouts were pop solo tracks because I mean, honestly, I thought the features kind of overshadowed him on 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 quite a few of these tracks. It kind of just felt like Pop Smoke was the afterthought. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed the Roddy Rich feature. The Fifty Cent feature was a little cringy. Um, definitely, definitely. But I mean, probably my favorite on here is and maybe that Sweet Lee feature on Creature. Um, he actually pleasantly surprised me. Uh, overall, I thought this showed like a lot of growth and like ties. I share those same sentiments that is just kind of sad to see because uh, it was apparent, at least through this album, that Pop Smoke had a lot more to offer to this game. And he mentioned on that last track, Tunnel Vision, that um that he that he really wanted to leave his mark and, and change the game. And I think I think he did that. I think this drill sound is kind of getting revitalized, um, and New York's kind of putting their own spin on it. So I'm glad to see where artists like um, Chef G and um, Fabio Foreign are able to take this sound later on. So pretty good project. And apparently we have apparently we have Suspect a deluxe features. coming soon, and the deluxe is already getting drama. With chances, guy. I mean, yeah, we've already heard some. We've already heard some leaks. <laughs> um, fans, you want to go ahead and break down the leak that happened? I think it was today. Yeah, the leak that sparked today. Shit, I want to say the song was called "Paranoia," uh, by Pop Smoke, and it was featuring Young Thug, Gunna, and Pusha T. And I think it was it was leaked sometime within the last couple of days. And um, Pusha T's verse, he was taking some shots at Drake. They weren't the most direct shots, but it was pretty basic in terms of like. No, they were pretty. They uh, were. It was pretty clear that they were shots at Drake. They were very specific Drake shots. There, there was no ambiguity. At who he, was taking <laughs> he basically shots at. he basically said. I mean, it wasn't anything too harsh, is what I'm saying. He was just like your raps, like you're not as hard as you claim in your raps. Like you tried sending people on stage to mess with me at my show in Canada, and that didn't really work out. Ended up getting somebody stabbed. Um... So, like, he was throwing shots at Drake, 
but it was technically like on a pop smoke song so not only on a um, pop smoke song but on a pop smoke song featuring young thug and gunna so this is i mean in my opinion this is not the time and place to be taking shots at drake especially Pusha t who honestly maybe didn't belong on the album anyway but most certainly not on the song with gunna or young thug so uh young thug was was pretty angry and uh he 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 retracted i guess his verse or he retracted any having anything to do with like Pusha t's shots on the track and he actually went out on his instagram live uh pure use just saying that Pusha t was doing kind of some bitch ass shit which which i agree but um that's that's we'll get into that that's it. See, I disagree as well. Cause why people Pusha so Tief, like Drake has been going at Pusha with these like subliminals for the last two years, and now Pusha I mean, responds. Dropped, there were hella subliminals on Dark Lane demo tapes. Yeah, there but exactly. like Pusha, but but I, I you gotta respect what Thug and Gun is coming from. Where like you know Drake, they associate very closely with Drake. So obviously, you wouldn't want to hop on a track where where they kind of dissing your man's. Like that'd be like they don't Drake associate hopping on. very closely with Drake, huh? That's, they, that's not no, a very close a relationship. Recent, as of recent, they've been, they've been very closely. So Drake has thug, shouted thug, them out thug on Instagram is, Live. Thug, he's, he's thug called, is definitely thug, thug is close with Drake, but that's that's, regard, that's irregardless. That's kind of every artist is going to be like, like close to Drake, quote unquote. Like Drake shouts out just about every artist. Like this, apparently, this is the second time this happened. He did. He pulled a um push a verse from a Rick Ross record. So like you can't keep throwing your. Well, yeah, I was about to say. And then, like, getting um, the label and getting your friends to be, like, just not allow Pusha to respond. It's kind of whack. Because Pusha was basically what, airing out. beef was nipped in the bud. I don't know what else Pusha has has to add. Like, Pusha, honestly, he's he's under fire for many things. His suspect drug dealing. Uh, he's a suspected liar. I completely he's disagree. Also, he's also Same. suspected of working with 12, working with the Fed. So That's um, Drake. Your Drake fanboy is showing chance. Your Drake fanboy is slightly wanna, showing because all is, those is accusations Drake is what keeps this beef going. Like, is that all, not I mean, facts? also we just not Pusha T for working with Twelve like three weeks ago. Now that's okay. No, no, we got to get facts straight because I'm not ready to let this shit go out like this. First of all, the picture with Pusha T taking the picture with the police officer was at a food drive. He was feeding the community. Police showed up, and it just became a photo op. It wasn't like they were at a Black Pro- Black Lives Matter protest and. Pusha T went over and like had a sign that said free hugs and dapped up a police officer like in the middle of the street. <laughs> so that's kind of to clear that up. Second of all, Drake just put out a song with Playboy Cardi, a billboard hit where he talked about police in his like police in his city that he keeps their pockets greased up. So if there's anybody working with the feds, I would believe that it's Drake before I believe that it's Push. Um, and that's kind of the sentiment. Bars on a Playboy Cardi track. The worst track it was a it was a Drake track, but, but regardless, um, Pusha T basically aired out Drake saying like, I mean we've seen it before like Drake has basically called on higher ups, calling label execs to get rid of uh, verses like Taj said, um, basically crying that Push is being a meanie, and I feel like that's the sentiment a lot of Drake fans <laughs> are putting out. They're like crying like he's bullying I think, me. I don't he's think, bullying me. I don't think it's that's about how it bullying. Sounds, I just think at this point like. There's so no no really, wait. I'm can kinda, I finish? I'm, can I'm I finish? Over here and go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. So my final final question, which I saw all over Twitter today, was like, how is this any different than what Drake was getting praised for when he was bashing Meek Mill over and over again? Like, how is this any different? Especially when Drake was in a higher position than Meek Mill, to where it's like you don't need to be taking all these shots at him, like. Young Thug said the same thing with Drake. He said, I mean, with uh, Push, he said, you smoked him in round one. There's no reason for you to make this song. And I feel like that's the same thing. Like, nobody was saying that to Drake when he dropped earned. Uh, what was it called? What was the first one called? Charged Up. And then he dropped back to back. Like, nobody was talking about Drake being a bully or like but this feeling beef, this bad is not, for Meek not Mill. in the midst of beef. This, this beef has been, I mean. Rap beef this isn't been, like, this it doesn't like have a due date. Beef, Rap, this is kind of like. I feel like it's kind of like at this point irrelevant. So like, I don't really who, care. Think about I don't really, it, but, I don't really but, care but, what Pusha T has to has to really say about Drake at this point. Like it's he's but that's the, the point. Child, it's over with. Nobody really cares. Like so when Drake dropped like, "Lose You," did you have the same point? Did you have the same standpoint when Drake dropped "Lose You" and just basically told Meek like I'm always watching you, like you're not safe? Did you have that same viewpoint? 
I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't care. Like, that's the same thing. I wasn't really trying to hear Drake bash on me no more. It's like, whatever. Like, it's a clever yeah. bar. If you want to do that, sure. But that's on Drake's own song on his own project. Pusha T's hopping on Pop Smoke's project with two Drake affiliates. Like, I don't Can know. We, like, I don't want to hear I, Thug and Gunna go off and, like, have all this this synergy. And then, like, I, I hear Push on the back end of the track talking about more cocaine and how much Drake is just uh, whatever. Like, uh, I agree. It's not that necessary. probably wasn't that that song probably wasn't like Pusha T. He don't even really. I'm not even mad that he's dissing Drake. I'm just he don't even really belong on a song with Gunna and Thug. And no, Pop he Smoke. doesn't. Like that just that's, sounds that's like what, a bloated track. So apparently he can, acts for Thug. So according to Pusha T, he yeah, what? Yeah, Pusha was there. Pusha he T said, he said that he was Thug. he was there first. Yeah, but regardless, um. I feel like the other thing that's being avoided here is, like, Drake brought all this shit on himself. Like, literally all of it. Because um, people, I feel like there's this narrative out there that Pusha T started this beef somehow out of nowhere. Well, this when, beef like, really started with Push and, and Baby and Wayne. Way back. But even then... And then Drake But even then, it, came, it became... Well, it kind of became Drake. It became Drake and Kanye. And then Pusha was just kind of the lead soldier. Well, it kind of... The yeah, lieutenant. Yeah. Because Drake dissed Kanye and Cuddy on Two Birds One Stone. This was, but then, this this beef is before. This go before that though. Pushing, push been beefing. Definitely with, with definitely with that camp. Before. Definitely with that camp. But I think I think this beef. Early I think on. this. Oh, for real. Yeah, this. I this thought is, this beef was this more is tied than to the Two Birds One Stone. This 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 uh, before even that. Then I think that's even more valid for Push to still be kind of because I feel like. Even though people can say this has been nipped in the bud, like this beef is over, like who nipped? I mean, it in we the forgot. Bud? We, we Jay forgot Prince, about Jay it, like. Prince nipped it in the bud. It's not like, like we forgot about it because Drake kind of hit off in a hole, and like that's what Pusha T is trying to point out. Like you still haven't really said shit. Like you really haven't. Like you dropped your track and then you called your big bro Jay Prince, and then even <laughs> after the fact, you're still calling label executives to like take my verses off so like you clearly still feel a way about the beef but you just won't say shit about it and i, mean, I think they push is kind of just exposing go back i think to, go back to shooting tracks like that's that's what i'm saying like i don't care that they want a beef like i don't want to hear about that on a pop smoke project on a song with pop smoke young thug but it wasn't like, even I just, that i just clear. don't care to hear it like I, I, but I again i think I this care. was also the, I think this is also the internet bigging things up bigger than they are. Because, like, it literally was... Like, he didn't... The verse wasn't, like, the biggest diss. I think it was the same thing with that push track that started all this shit, Infrared. Like, there was one line about Drake on that song. And then Drake came back and made a whole record about Pusha T. Like, Pusha T isn't the one uh, fucking starting these beefs or, like escalating these beefs you know and that's kind of how i feel about it because like i don't know it's not like pusha posted the verse and was like yo do y'all hear any subliminals like <laughs> do y'all know who i'm talking about like nah it was the internet just having a field day with a leak because like they're gonna look for it like you said you don't care about it but like clearly twitter does like because they're still talking about the shit which was probably my final point in all this is like it's sad that like this rap beef is taking up like, this shit was a Pop Smoke song. Like, the whole combo was supposed to start with Pop Smoke having Thug and Gunna and Pusha T, not the fact that Pusha T is dissing Drake on this song. So, like, I'm kind of mad as getting attention pulled away from the Pop Smoke album. But, like, I don't really blame Pusha T or, like, see him as an enemy in this shit, like, at all. Because it's rap beef, like, and it didn't end, quote-unquote, end the way, like, conventional rap beef does, like. Jay Prince came in and basically like signed a treaty. No last words from Chance. Anybody got an unheard artist? I do have an unheard artist. Um, damn, I actually just deleted his album too. That shit's crazy. Um, R&B artist Ro James. Um, he drops a project. He dropped some projects a couple years ago. He's from New York. Um, and then he just came back with a project a month ago called um, Mantic. Um, and this is a song off of there. This is called Rain. Wishing I could hold you tonight. Girl, I know. 
CEO to another, uh, Kanye West has announced his bid for the 2020 presidency. Chance actually um, knew about it. He was wearing a shirt last week that said vote. He was just trying to let y'all know that Ye was going to make his bid this week, but he couldn't say anything because he signed an NDA. Continue. Yeah, but this bid is so clearly <laughs> a a rollout tactic and scheme that I refuse I to so. fall for this time around. You don't you don't think Kanye is infiltrating the Dems and, and splitting the party? Second of <laughs> all, um I mean I have to condemn Kanye because honestly condemn um, him. any any smart person, it is clear that Kanye pretty much has no chance in this election. Uh his his bid is actually not even official. Like if you went to the polls tomorrow, you, Kanye wouldn't be on there. You'd have to write him in. Which goes to show you like we don't Please, 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 like, I, I wish Kanye would just, like, withdraw this bid so people don't actually feel the need to go and write his name in on ballots come November and um, kind of just mess up our momentum or our goal. You in the Biden game? Trump out of office. Um, yeah, any vote for Kanye, any vote that's not for Biden is not for Biden. So please just vote for Biden so we can get, get somebody <laughs> level-headed in office. Like, this is, I'm uh, really disappointed in Kanye uh, because this is just so clearly a, just kind of just self-serving, um, just ploy to... Campaign manager Taj, to get you have his the name, floor. To get his name back on Twitter, back onto people's <laughs> mouths so that they can buy whatever music or shoes or whatever he's planning on releasing uh, soon, so... I don't know. I saw that theory a lot that this was a rollout for Kanye. And I don't think this is a rollout for Kanye. I don't think Kanye needs a rollout. Um, according to Kanye, he's a he is worth five billion. According to Forbes, he's worth a billion. Like I don't think Kanye cares about how much he's selling first week. Like Kanye came back to Twitter last week and posted a picture of him with Elon Musk, and it got like a million likes. I don't think he really needs to do something like this. I think Kanye is just Kanye West, <laughs> so he does whatever's on his Attention mind. Attention, whore. Added, I think at this time. The thing that was on his mind was, I want to run for president, which, yeah, I agree with Chance. It is a, <laughs> I think that's probably going to be like, how many people voted for Harambe in 2016? Like 10,000? It was like 16, like, oh, 61. Damn, I thought it was like 16,000. Damn. Yeah, so however many people voted for Harambe in 2016, probably going to be the same amount of people. That same demographic is going to vote for Kanye. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get any serious pull. Like Anybody that, that was on the fence? <laughs> yeah, I've been I've seen like a million and ten think pieces on why Kanye is bad and how this is like the destruction and how it's a plot for Trump to get four more years. I don't think it's that deep. I think Kanye's just Kanye West. Um, I I agree with Chance. I think it's a str- I think it's easily a rollout. Like, because I think even you said it like when we were talking about that GQ piece about like how he doesn't really speak unless he has some shit to sell. And, like, this is just the most random statement we've heard from Kanye in forever. Um, And he just dropped a song last Friday, which I don't think is, like, a coincidence either. That also had, like, a video and, like, short rollout in addition to, like, I think him announcing an album called God's Country. So, I mean, I think you're right. I don't think, like, the presidential part of it was, like, this huge rollout. But I I do think, like, he just, like Chance said, he just wants to get his name in um, people's mouths again and just kind of be relevant. Um, I agree with you, too, though. I feel like he doesn't really need it. But at the same time, like, he's Kanye. So he's going to while out and he's going to do some shit or, like, he's going to do whatever he feels like to do. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I just hope people don't take it too seriously like there's bigger things to focus on than making sure people don't vote for kanye like (laughs) that shit is insane people they they call him a like a republican double agent like he's he was a republican and then he convinced us that he's a democrat (laughs) and then he's nothing about kanye says he's a democrat bro went at plan b for like two bars on his um whatever that ty dollar sign song was ego death he went at plan b and i was like bro 
All right, nobody's voting for this. He was guy. like, no he was, he was, <laughs> no he was anti. For this guy. <laughs> he was anti Plan B. Yeah, he was like, um, the plot for Plan B is to try and destroy our black families. I was like, bro, what are you, what are we doing? Then I just turned off the song. It was like a Skrillex, <laughs> but it was a bad song. Over another a Skrillex legend. beat. <laughs> yeah, it was, it wasn't good. Another legend made an announcement. This one's probably dear to Chance's heart. A dear fan of the Carter series. Wayne announced the Carter Six. Chance, are you excited for the Carter Six? Um, not if it sounds anything like the last two or three projects Wayne has released. But it's another Carter, so I'm optimistic. What was your take on the Carter Five? Um, I don't know. It's outdated, so it's hard to really kill it because it was an album that came out five years or maybe like five, six years past when it was supposed to be released. I mean, if, if that album had been released in like 2012, 2013, when it was scheduled to be released, I thought it would probably have been a great project. But uh, five, six years later, like, I don't want to hear a five-year-old Travis verse or, or anything like that. So, I mean, it was okay, but I'm not blaming Wayne. Did you listen to the new Wayne album that just dropped? Funeral? I guess it's not new. Nah, it was. Funeral? I think it's called oh, Free Weezy album. Free Weezy album. It oh, was like it was released on title, and then just last week got released on all streaming platforms. I didn't get a chance to listen, but I saw a couple people, Wayne fans that I know. Um, they said it was pretty fire. Or they looked like. I mean, they were that's a five-year-old it. album, so that's a lot of Wayne I was about fans' to say, like favorite project. So. Oh shit! For real. Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. Carter Six, I don't know. I was the biggest Wayne fan before, and then I just feel like like, that stays with my childhood. Like, I don't really have an urge to listen to Wayne at 20 years old. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but... Old Wayne will always be goaded, so it's hard to kind of like... Exactly. Anything exactly. new is just... It's hard to love it, but... Um, I mean, we'll see. I'm excited. More Wayne music. I don't mind it. Um, when you intro like that, Taj, I thought you were going to talk about the uh, Cuddy announcement because I know Chance is also a Cuddy fan. Um, Cuddy announced on Twitter that he didn't announce anything. He just announced uh, <laughs> July July tenth. He just said July tenth. Um, I don't really know what that could mean. Last I week, like I don't the, know. If um, we could... I feel like it's the him and Travis Scott thing. To be honest, but you oh, know. you think that's going to be the album? Yeah, I've noticed Travis Scott like starting to get back on Instagram again. I don't know if it's gonna be an album. It might be the second single or something. But I know that they had a project planned for like around this time, and Travis Scott just got back to like kind of using social media. And I know Cuddy's album isn't coming till next year, so it would just make sense that this is the thing that's coming. But I we'll completely see. forgot about the Scotts because I was thinking it could also be like something related to that, uh, like cartoon. That he's trying to put together with Kanye. I don't even know if we talked about that on here. The fucking yeah, he's got like going on. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. If it's a if it's a pro- if it's a project, I'm gonna definitely be excited. Um, but I'll take a single too. I just hope it's a little bit better than the Scots because the Scots was very. I don't think I've listened to that song since the Mediocre. week it came out. Yeah, very commercial. Very commercial. Uh, uh, we're getting. I know we talked about it last week, but we didn't. I ended up cutting out the pie because the podcast was like an hour and a half long. But we're getting a snow single this Friday, and a uh, uh, what's her name? Summer Walker. I don't know what type of how if it's an EP, a mixtape, or album, but a summer project. Do we care? Mm, I care snow about single. Summer. I'm not really. I don't really care about singles that much. So I'll probably listen if I remember. Uh, Summer, some summer EP. I'll get a listen, of course. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just kind of interesting because I feel like I don't even know. There's so many different lanes. Like, cause if somebody told me that they were one and two, right now, in female R and B, I wouldn't object. I might, but at the same I time, object, but I might object. But at the same time, <laughs> like you have people like Kelani. Janae, I mean Kalani's not on that level, but like SZA still, and then like Janae. Stop! Um, stop saying SZA. SZA has not dropped music in 
like five years, please. You don't you don't think she's dropped? What have you done for me lately? I'll still listen to fucking. She dropped like one, one like. I still listen to that album. I'm not. I'm not denying that's a classic classic album. That's a classic album. album, But uh, to call her the best out is just that's kind of blasphemous. That's kind of disrespectful to everybody. How's that blasphemous at all? Releasing music. Over the past so four would, years, because he hasn't. The only other person I would years. say That's is like an undisputed Frank Ocean one. Is the best male R and B artist. He hasn't released an album in like five years. No, he's not. I could. I would still say that. Just like I would still say Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper. Like you could still say these things if every time they drop, it's a classic. This actually kind of gets us into a good convo regarding. I mean, I hate to skip over that, but the 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 snow singles, summer singles. I'm excited for all that. Yada yada yada. Um, but that point <laughs> you were just bringing up about. Uh, that you were talking about earlier with Travis Scott's album selling so well, and it's like third year or second year out. Um, I can't oh, yeah, remember. For background, for background, Astro World has sold two hundred thousand units in twenty twenty. It's the thirty seventh most sold album this year, despite coming out two years ago. All right, back to Vance's point. Um, I think it's just like what you were saying. Like artists should still be able to be revered, like without having to give us a project every two or three months because like i was that's saying true. that's kind of how that's kind of how shit was you should revere SZA, but I, i'm just saying i personally no i feel you i feel you there's the been so right many now. people there's been so many people that have dropped since 2017 just like i You're wouldn't right. call frank ocean the best male r&b artist out right now that's just frankly not the case but he do you classics. think but he, do you think you still have to respect him but he's not he's not the best out because but do you do you think the fact that he's not dropping with the same frequency as all the other artists should be a reason to? It doesn't like, matter the frequency. Him? Even when he has dropped, I thought the singles he's been dropping are very mediocre. I have not liked many of them, so that's, that's fair. Opinion, but those were very there those are, were kind of. It seems like everybody on the internet is a Frank fanboy or girl these days, so I'm sure they will disagree with me. People recognize talent <laughs> and tell me how much of the. Um, Hater. But if people are still riding for Frank, if people are, if people are still riding for Frank this hard in 2020, though, like, when you say that his projects are probably being valued a little bit more than like a six lakh EP or a black EP. Yeah, but I wouldn't call. I mean, like, it certainly can't be. It certainly can't be. It certainly not either. It certainly can't be all hype, I guess. See, this, this is the problem with Chance's whole, like, thing. Artists give us a classic project, and then they go away for a while, and you get mad. But if artists I give us a classic mad. project, you just said, okay, I just don't think call they shouldn't, the, be, you think they shouldn't stay right now. elevated. You think they shouldn't the be elevated. Because right he's not out right now. That's like but saying Wayne we, gave us classics. Wayne has more classics than probably most So is Rihanna, is Rihanna one of the best artists? Is Rihanna one of the best artists in the world? Is Rihanna one of the best Rihanna artists has in the not world? released music in four Rihanna, years. Rihanna is the best artist in her she's genre. She's one of the best artists in the world. Is she one of the... If what I say she's the best female R&B artist out right now? No. She's not an R&B artist. She's the best female rap pop artist Whatever. in the game. I'm on... What have you have done the for the firm me? Stance. I have the firm stance that if an artist drops a classic, they can take all the in time addition, off they want in, till their next mm-hmm. project. Or else addition, you're gonna end up with trash projects. Like you kill Bryson. Rihanna you kill Bryson Tiller. As a track you kill Bryson Tiller for true to self after Trap Soul. But if Bryson Tiller would have just trapped Trap Trap Soul and no true to self and actually took time off, maybe we got a better project. Like you can't but he have probably would have gotten killed for that too. He did. He took several years off, and the project was still bad. He did not take several years off. It was. He like only a year took and two years. Break. Yeah. Two years off. I don't mind artists taking years off. If you want to do that, I don't care. Like, SZA and Frank have released classics, so they're top five. They're respected, and you got to recognize them for that reason. But to call so them the best out when other artists have been have released music as of late. That so what if nobody enjoyable? drops a better project than their last project? What? What if somebody nobody drops a better project than their last project? Like, nobody's dropped a better project than Anti, so I can't say somebody's better than Rihanna. Like... Because nobody has dropped a better project since. And I could argue the that same shit with Blonde. I could, could argue the same shit with Blonde. I'm not going to because I think there's better <laughs> projects. But I, I would I would ride out with people who said that Blonde, something that masterful. Y'all know me. I touched. just like getting on a pod and condemning all the Frank. Frank drop a project. Chance going to be the main one vibing. Posting it on his story. I, I do be vibing private Frank. I really that. do. <laughs> I just like, um, I like, but, playing, I like playing devil's advocate. I like having a little resistance. 
All right, then then fuck Frank. I guess this in my in my in my greater point. Do you think um, do you think like that Travis model for Astral World should be followed in the future to where you just really focus on dropping a body of work that sells throughout a couple of years rather than dropping a project that sells for two weeks and you drop that six song project every three times a year, four times a year? Because I think I it think depends on the song case, and the artist, honestly. Like I feel like. Somebody like a little baby or young thug or or even a young boy, like they're not afforded the same luxury as like a Travis Scott who makes music that is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Timeless. Go ahead. Say it. Say timeless. No, Astroworld is not a timeless project. <laughs> Astroworld is, last time I don't even think, it. Astroworld might I listened to it today and it was still Travis pretty project. good. It's, it's yeah, definitely it's top good, it's, but... I would argue that it's, it's probably the best. It's probably the. It's probably like the most advanced Travis project we've gotten. I'm not gonna say the best, but like he definitely maxed out his potential. I would say on that shit. But continue. Why I don't mean, you think Young Boy and Lil Baby should be shooting for creating like a body of work and then ducking off? You think their shit is just more with the times? Like they have to have that relevancy. I think it's just a style of music. Like, like when you get a Frank Ocean. Like he kind of released his diary, and that, and that album is so complex and so layered, and each song has so much replay value to where, yes, that can sit there for several years and will be okay. But what you get with a young, a, a little baby song or a young boy song, which is a hook and a few verses, like I think you need, I think you need more, like to stay, just to keep relevance. Like if 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 baby just stops at like harder than ever and then doesn't drop any more music for like three years like nobody's thinking about him at this point all right um, uh not this isn't to do with little baby or the baby but what you said was kind of interesting you got an artist like tyler the creator who dropped igor and everybody like consensusly agrees this is one of the best projects of the year but it doesn't have crazy replay value can an artist like tyler the creator go away for two three years with igor a great album but not crazy replay value I think he could. I mean, he has a lot of music. Um, then on top of that, it just depends on how big a fan of you you are that of that artist. There are tra- there are, um, what Tyler fans that will say no, like we want more music. But I think I think it's just an artist to artist thing, and just just based on how artists use their platform, like to express themselves. Like yeah, when, I, I kinda, when I when I think about like hood rap or something like that, like that feels like more like a good time, like a vibe, party music, which is kind of like in and out is with the times, like whatever sound is popular at the moment or whatever. You kind of like you keep moving on, you keep evolving. But something like Blind, for instance, you can you can argue that's that's like a timeless sound or that's like timeless music or Igor, like you can't really attribute a date or something that was going on in pop culture to that project see i feel so like it has to do with just like it has the system. more lasting value i feel like it has to just do with the system of how music is made because that was like my original point in terms of like how streaming is kind of fucking up a lot of things like because right now all your money that you're making in music is attached to how you're how well you're streaming right and i think that's why we're getting a lot of artists putting out deluxe albums like a week after they drop their album because they're just trying to stay as relevant and as on the charts as possible and then, like, when you have rare cases of artists kind of breaking that mold, because right now I think every artist is, like, aiming to stream the most. I don't think necessarily the focus on making the best body of work. That's why you're getting a 27-song Lil Baby what album else? or, tw- what or a 25-song Future album. And I think if you get a couple people that break that mold, like a Frank Ocean or a Tyler, the creator, I think it's, like, super clear that, like, Tyler wasn't looking for streams and he still had a number one Billboard song. Which but I that think is just like to a cherry on, on like top. the quality of music, which is what I was trying to just mention earlier. It's just that different artists can afford to do different things. Travis Scott can afford to make Astroworld and then step away because, I mean, no matter how much you like it, Astroworld was a very complex and, and, and I would argue a very good project. So people can, you know, live with that project for two or three years, kind of like those early Drake tapes, like Drake could drop a tape. And we'll be all right for two years. So you so you think there's like a stigma that exists to where I'm not saying you're perpetuating the stigma, of course, but like 
um, to where like mainstream hip hop fans don't think that a young boy or a little baby could reach the level of artistry that a Travis Scott could. I'm not saying that they're the, different. They're no, different I'm not artists. saying you they are. Make, I'm not make. saying you are. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying, do you think that that stigma exists? Do you think that's why not those artists are pushing for streaming? Because they they've been told by everybody that like, oh, you're just not in that classification. I wouldn't or say that just not necessarily because like money. those guys are just kind of like hustlers, and also like the music they make is very. It's like in a capsule, like it's very based on like the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Like right now, like what 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 baby has is a moment in 2020. Like this is his moment. Um, my turn. I'm not saying it's a bad album, but I'm not sure how relevant that project's gonna be in like two years. Like who? I'm not sure who's gonna really be checking for it. And that's not to say anything against Lil Baby because that's not that might have not been what he was aiming for. Like some mm-hmm. artists do just right. make music for. You know, a moment for a vibe for what's ever going on at the time, and so like when you have music like that, and then and then you have competition. Like Tyler the Creator is uniquely Tyler the Creator. Travis Scott is uniquely Travis Scott. That's a good even point. Though, even if that. you want to talk about Lil Uzi or Playboy Cardi, like they are uniquely Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi. There are no artists who can, for the most part, replicate what it is that they're doing. So and if they do decide the that. Game. If yeah. they do decide they want to take a three or four year hiatus, there is a demand for that music. So they can afford that. But when you look at an artist like, we're going to just mention Lil Baby because that's who's on our tongue. Uh, maybe now he can afford to do that, but most certainly to a year and a half, two years ago, I don't think he probably could afford it to take two or three years off and expect to be, you know, have had people demanding his music when he decided he wanted to make some more. The other kind of naive thing I'm missing out with all this is like label involvement. Like Tyler the Creator's independent or was independent. It was just like he had no necess- like no necessity to put out albums because like the label is gonna like you said it's gonna push you to like compete with other people that are dropping in your same similar like musical realm. Um, but when you have like a Tyler the Creator, just like independent artists, like a Mac Miller, you know, like they're not worried about anybody else. Like they're just really kind of focused on the music. So solid combo. Unheard artist, chance for me, chance for me, chance for me. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. My unheard artist is not unheard, but I'm going through some tough times. So I'm playing something off one of my favorite Cuddy projects, Indie Cut. Uh, immortal if you haven't heard it before Play that shit Spent the last month Feeling bad by myself I couldn't speak Anything to build hope And the day came When it hit me like Lightning through my veins A sudden change in my groove In my walk mm, I got my lying heart and electric flowing through my brain The shocking waves make me feel like a flow It's like the city is mine And the dark is my cave I can't explain the sudden peace in my hope I sure hope That track was Immortal It goes out to a depressed young New Orleans boy By the name of Chance Morris Hold your head up, King Not Kid Cudi's got you <laughs> <laughs> Pull your head up, King. Man, I should be respected as so. I stand with you. All right, Vance. How much? What's the most you ever sold somebody's track for? Without them knowing. Hey, man. I don't like. I don't like any of these <laughs> indictments. Any of these allegations against me. If I offered you ten thousand Bitcoin <laughs> for four K Michael's next tape right now, what would you? What would you say? Hey, Mickey. I'm sorry, but that tape is gone, brother. <laughs> that tape is gone. That shit is straight in the Dropbox. Taj just has all my information. Um, Taj, For those who don't know, know. Uh, Jetson, <laughs> Je- I don't know his actual name, but Jetson made another one, the producer, that is like with the baby. He produced um, Playboy Cardi's At Me. He got, there was a um, video of him on FaceTime with some kid offering him 17000 in Bitcoin for um, a few Playboy Cardi leaks. It seemed like he was very <laughs> into it, but then he like tried to cover himself later by like sc- posting a screenshot of a text that said, no way, I ain't leaking shit. Even though in the video there was him negotiating his <laughs> I leak didn't price. See that. <laughs> <laughs> um and since a bunch of like um producers, other producers that work with Playboy Cardi have like confirmed that Jetson is off um whole lot of red. He's no longer 
allowed to like affiliate with Cardi and a few guys even like Eternal, how you pronounce his name. Cardi's old SoundCloud producer like threatened to like punch him or something like that. So apparently we found the Cardi leaker. It was Jetson, the baby's guy. Even more reason to dislike the baby. <laughs> oh man. Um I mean I have no comment. That shit is extremely lame. Jetson just like, made another one. He won't be making no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His chance is corny yeah, joke of the week. <laughs> that's an L. Um yeah, I you mean, think seventeen thousand chance? How much would you pay for a Cardi? Unreleased Cardi music is coming from now. We know how it's getting out there. Um, you got slimy people like this. So I mean, this is this is probably very bad for his reputation. Um, That's an understatement. Um, in this industry, like integrity is the biggest thing, especially, and it's kind of unfortunate that it's this way. But I mean, I mean. Like, y'all know probably in your respective fields, like, if you're a younger nigga that's kind of been trusted to have, like, some knowledge that the older heads kind of have that, like, you're not really supposed to have, like, you're not supposed to do anything with that shit, you know? It's, like, how you show your stripes, how you earn your stripes, like, you prove yourself to be, like, a person that has a lot of integrity, like, a trustworthy person, especially, like, a producer or an engineer, somebody that, like, has... Like, literally your income sitting in their Google Drive folder. Um, and then to just, like, sell that shit. I mean, I guess uh, the British kid or whatever that was, like, buying it. He sounded, like, 12 or 13. But, like, <laughs> I don't real. know why he had 17,000 Bitcoin. Um, but he said, like, you're. I think it's, what he said was interesting. He was, like, you're not even going to make money off these songs because they're not going to get released. So, like, why wouldn't you just sell them to me? Um, and I think that's just, like, such a testament of, like, these times in terms of just, like, clout and, like, how much the, like, how little the music matters anymore, you know? Like, music is, I mean, I'm probably gonna sound like a hippie or whatever, but, like, music is supposed to be, like, like, held, like, together, like, safeguarded. It's supposed to be, like, symbolic, special, like, it's not supposed to just be out there, especially if the artist doesn't want to share it because like i know a lot of artists i work with would just like they might kill somebody if like the world heard some shit that they didn't want them to hear because like it's a form of expression and i know cardi definitely probably has to feel a way about that shit after having his album leaked twice um <laughs> yeah there's like a three hour for- long version of whole lot of red on youtube in my recommendation hundreds of thousands <laughs> And then the weaker part is just, like, Jetson has big-name placements. Like, he's the main producer behind the baby. So it's like, why are you steeping or stooping this low to 17,000 Bitcoin just for some unreleased Cardi songs? Like, that shit is just crazy to me, but I don't know. I guess it's over for him now. I pray for him because he's pretty young. He just had a start, like, last year, and he's kind of yeah, folded really? pretty bad. It'll be interesting to see what the baby does with him. Like, he was getting memed, like, all day. Everybody just... Apparently, like, the irony of it all is, like, he had a beat pack leak. And, like, apparently, 17,000 Bitcoin is equivalent to 157 million U.S. dollars. So, I don't think it was... I don't know if he had 17,000 Bitcoin, or I don't know if he had $17,000 in Bitcoin. I don't think he had it at all. I think he was just... It sounded like a kid trolling, like, trying to get answers. And, like... All, trying he to did. expose them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I doubt Jetson knew how to knew the conversion of Bitcoin off the top of his head. So <laughs> it probably like actually convinced him like this is some He didn't have the stuff. Bitcoin he didn't have the Bitcoin to US dollar ratio and you can ratio. easily Google. There's no way this twelve year old has hundred and fifty seven million he's willing to play for some garbage ass <laughs> party leaks. But this man, I digress. So Chance, how would you and would you pay would you pay for any unreleased music just on some funny shit? Would either of y'all pay? I damn pay? sure wouldn't pay $150 million for no Cardi music. Not Cardi. Not Cardi. I'm saying your favorite artist. What, how much would you pay and for what? Nothing. Like, like if you found out, if I found out there was an unreleased Kanye, I mean, there probably is an unreleased Kanye album from like 2009. Would that's I like fully finished. No. No, nah, I'm just like trying to think how much I would maybe pay for that shit. I wouldn't pay a dollar if you don't want me to have it. I like, just won't have it. I don't know if you're I don't know if you're familiar on Reddit. Like 
there's people that like hold leaks and they'll basically do this like crowdfunding thing where like if everybody that like raises enough money i'll drop the leak basically and it's not like one person paying for the leak it's like the whole community pitches in so that this guy releases the leak which is also just extremely lame but like it's interesting that so many Pretty people sure are willing to pay probably but you know reddit i mean they're probably on the down low. i mean i do believe I that there are people willing to pay a lot of money for it just like people are willing to pay millions and billions for paintings or any other crap but not me Taj, if it, if it ain't within any, that five ninety nine, I pay for Apple Music every <laughs> month. I don't want it. <laughs> I Taj, there's like, no unreleased. I put a cool, I put a cool 40, 40 ball in a pot for um Earl Sweatshirt had an album before his dad died that was going to be really hard, but then his dad died and he made like a whole new album. So I pay like forty <laughs> to hear that, but no, nah, I wouldn't pay for a single. That's kind of dumb. Especially a single that you already have the leak. Like you've heard the he played the leak to him. And I was like, I want to buy this leak. So Yeah, he was like, no, Do you have this? <laughs> <laughs> like you have it already. You don't have to pay it. But yeah. That was probably the funniest part. Uh you guys care about Rod Wave and the baby um giving potentially thousands of people corona? No. Because Florida is a goddamn war zone. It's a goddamn They said they need to be stop worrying about Rod goddamn. Wave. And they need to worry about the second wave. <laughs> <laughs> Risking yeah. Corona to go to a ride wave concert is the sickest shit. Like that's you need it's probably it's, it's gotta that's, be that's super. Some, it's super that's low. Some real Florida shit, right? Because I don't know where else they would go do that at. That's I know. I didn't Florida even see shit. a city. It didn't say like Miami or Orlando. Like niggas it looked like some niggas crowding the beaches of Fort Lauderdale to, to see ride wave and the baby perform live. That's a real L. No thanks. Oh so oh wait so they were there together. They both brought no, out the I corona. I think the baby was in um Georgia or Atlanta. Rodway was in Florida. Whether or not they were together, I wouldn't want to see them individually or together. So no thanks. <laughs> I'm so confused. How is like that even legal? Like, is the booking company gonna get like a lawsuit? Like, who allowed them to open? Well, I guess no, Florida's well, opened Florida up. Is, but, like, I just told you it's real anarchy over there. But they're about to close it back down. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I think getting getting Corona for Rod Wave, like you said, that's got to be probably like the lowest item on my bucket list. Like the absolute lowest. You can you probably can pay me. You can pay me like medical bills plus ten thousand dollars to go to that show. No, nah, I would have showed up if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> you would have gotten Corona. Imagine a Rod Wave on your story, then the next week saying, "Guys, this is serious. <laughs> corona is a deadly virus." No, that's it that's just ridiculous. It was but it, it was worth it. Got to see my I mean, favorite already, artist, Rod, a, Roger Wave, perform. Roger in, Wave. At Fort Lauderdale Beach. Is that? I feel like that's what I'm already seeing on socials. I feel like I'm seeing people post themselves at clubs and bars as if it's like a flex. <laughs> and it's like, uh... Man, no thank you. Keep around me. Keep around <laughs> me. People out there posting boomerangs of them clicking glasses with their girlfriends. Like, all right, um, you can keep that shit, please. Keep the corona contained in those two glasses right there. Um, That's about it for the week. Other than add in regards to your the baby or Rod Wave fandom, anything that fandom? You add? Who 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 has a fandom? <laughs> I just like both <laughs> of these artists. <laughs> well, um, I guess moving on and moving on to. To maybe our final topic of the week, TikTok, um, a Chinese app, which I believe has been, there are accusations or speculation that is being used to spy on its users. I've heard, I've been hearing this for a little while now. That app's not even on my phone. But TikTok has been accused several times by like several high ranking engineers that like, guys, this stuff is stealing your data and doing shady stuff. And nobody cares. I don't even think that. I don't even think if you work in the government, I think they're like, nah, like delete that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think you can even like open the app if you're in the Pentagon. Like, <laughs> like they're going to take the launch codes if you open the app. <laughs> yeah. I mean, TikTok. I don't know. Like, I, I personally wasn't really a user. So this don't affect me, nor do I care. Um, I do remember you sending a TikTok, though. It, it could. I, I did make one. All right, you so did make it TikTok. You made a two C slide. You made a you made a two C slide. Only Drake, only Drake could pull him to. 
So wait, true or false? You you were so what I'm hearing is you got on that app specifically for Drake, and then you left after. No, no, no. I have made interesting. I made the but I'm OVO. Taj, Taj, I made, but I'm OVO. I made Taj, but I'm OVO. I made the one where you was in the crowd and like you was dancing, <laughs> and then I already had the app on my phone, and Two Slide came out. So, so wait, you made two of them. I made two TikToks. Yes, wow. the chance, but I'm OVO. Yes, I'm OVO. I was like user. I was just a user. Chance, yes or no? Did you download the app the week Tusi Slide came out? Yes or no? No. I had it before then. <laughs> how, how long before? Bro, I don't know. That was like last year. It doesn't matter. He made it his account. He made his TikToks after Tusi Slide dropped. In Chance any case, OBO, if you have... And I am this, not. This is, this is just a fair one. If you had an app on your phone, just take the app off your phone. It's, Honestly, it's I mean, the only, the well only enjoy, thing... Though. This is probably good for artists. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. I feel like a lot of artists were benefiting off TikTok. Um, a lot of songs got big that otherwise probably wouldn't have been heard, which is which is good for those artists. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think the the industry as a whole or the industry overall likes TikTok because it's just um, they're not really making any money off of it necessarily. Like other than like running their, up streams, music. yeah. Other than running up yeah. streams and getting like notoriety for your music, but like as far as like concrete monetary income, I don't think they're receiving any for the use of their music. So this has to be a positive for the. This has to be resulting in like positive income for labels and artists if it hasn't been nipped in the bud. Like the only time I heard it actually get nipped in the bud was when brands were using, like like when McDonald's was making a TikTok with a song. It was like this is free brand placement. But like users, they don't care. They oh, seem yeah. happy to let it keep going. Cause even like a club, like um when a club has like all clubs or bars that I think that can hold more than hundred fifty people have to pay just like a down payment, like a flat fee that basically clears their their DJ to play like any song. Um, and like labels have been making endless money off of that. Cause like I- any bar or club that opens in America, like they have to pay a monthly fee that basically allows them to play their DJ to play any music they want, even though there's not somebody there, you know, policing the DJ, making sure they don't play a song from an Atlantic records artist just so that they don't have to clear up any of that shit, like performance royalties and all that. Um, like clubs and shit will have to pay a, a flat fee every year. So I'm surprised that there's no deep monetization of like apps yet but i think that'll come in the next five years or whenever the next big like tiktok trend will be but i think you're right i think it's going to be to a point where the labels are going to have to figure it out to where they make more money than the artists and then only then will they go through with a plan you know because the labels aren't going to enact a plan where they're not making money All right, good talk. Which Last is, words, episode 21. Um, Go fuck with the playlist. It will be up. I mean, it is up. Um, <laughs> me and Chance forgot to fucking promote the playlist, but it's up. You'll see a promotion for it. It's a vibe. A lot of flavors. You know, all the good stuff. Yeah, all the unheard music we've been playing for uh, over the course of episodes 10 through 20. Is uh is up on the playlist, so definitely go check it out. It's on Spotify, and what else? Tap Spotify is it on Apple Music or no? No, it's just on Spotify. Just on Spotify, so go tap into Spotify. Hey, Spotify, give us the deal, bro. Look, we're giving y'all exclusive <laughs> playlists. We'll give y'all an exclusive podcast. If y'all like video content, we'll shoot some video shit for y'all. Come fuck with us, uh, Spotify. Please. Man's just killing all negotiation terms <laughs> early on. Just killing all negotiation leverage. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I only have Spotify in my tunnel vision. Uh, last words. I actually remembered my last words from last week, like in the middle of re-listening to the podcast. Um, we made it to 20 episodes last week. I just want to say thank you to everybody listening um, throughout those 20 episodes. Um, if you listen, if you share, if you support, even if you like get backed up like 10 episodes and listen all at once. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, more stuff coming, blah, blah, blah. Chances quote, uh, let's get this money, blah, blah, big stuff in the future. That's my last words. <laughs> uh, my unheard artist, I got an R&B duo in Los Angeles called Day. Uh, they just had a single called Count Me In. It's pretty fire. And here it is. Little mama don't mess around. She didn't hurt it all. She got no pity for him. 
cold hearted, don't respect the talk But you still need some love, I'm here to show it to ya Put your heart in my hands Can't get you out of my head If I say it, then I mean it If you need it, if you need me, if you need me Baby, just count me in if it's chilling at the crib or sipping on the fish, baby, just count me in. Whatever it is, if you're going through some shit, I can be that touch when you need that sex, when you're feeling love for your feelings, girl. You can just count me in. Podcast over, dog.